Hi, I'm Chris from Gears and Queers. And I'm Chris from Sparkplug TV. And this, this is Fun Girly Car Time. Hello, Cariana Grande. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Brittany. <laughs> Wait, what does she do? Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Yes, and <laughs> yes, and I'm gonna date SpongeBob. <laughs> I someone made that joke to me, and I did not realize that he had what was it like Broadway? He like played SpongeBob on Broadway. Yes. Well, good for her. And. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. Okay, so the, like the first ten seconds of that song, banger material. I'll say it. Like the intro is bangable. I'm not a big fan of the um, the bridge. I'm usually like, I love a bridge. Like, Stronger's, Stronger by Britney Spears has got to be one of the most iconic bridges in music history. I mean, the whole what song is like my is favorite bridge? Britney song. What, so, I love that song. What part is the bridge? Oh, Jesus. Um, I didn't know this was a quiz. I didn't prepare. I'm not quizzing you. I just want to know. <laughs> um, um, um. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> you Wait. you being like <laughs> you being like that has the strongest bridge ever. Me being like, what's a bridge? What part is the bridge? And you're like, I I When she said here I go on my own, I felt that. Here I go on my own. I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody better off alone. Wait, 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 wait. Me no more. Well, there's really not that this I I <laughs> The dipping in and out of the camera is really cute. Yeah, the the bridge on yes and is just not my favorite. I just she's like whispering and she's like, my tongue is like when I speak upon what I like. And I mean, it's like I kind of like it, and I I hate to admit that I like it. I don't know. It's like she's speaking through those sweaters being over the end of her hand. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, you, don't, wait, you don't you don't see her. <laughs> You don't see her with her hands out of her shirt. It's very right? that. Yeah. She's like saying, like, fucking step up. Like, you have a voice. Like, we don't need to hear you whispering. Wait, so if I'm Cariana Grande, what does that make you? Uh, uh, Lisa, Lisa Vander Oil Pump? <laughs> that was a stretch but i will allow hey, it I because I, I, <laughs> I didn't think of anything so we'll go with that one speaking of oil i have a story to tell you about um maintenance this week Ooh, i do love maintenance let's hear it what what happened miss ma'am okay well i hope everybody listening is sitting down and or in the car and has a long time to listen to this story because it's a it's a it's a. I, I'm actually spending more time describing that it's a long story than actually getting into it. So here we go. I um, am a fan of doing my own maintenance. I think you can save a lot of money doing that. And uh, luckily, my dad is a mechanical engineer and knows what he's doing in a lot of these spaces. And I know what I'm doing in in most things. Like I can replace. Like I can replace a lot of things. Like you know, air filters and oil and transmission fluid and you know, what, whatever I need. Basic maintenance I can do. 
When I first did my oil change on my Tahoe, nope, I wish it was a Tahoe. When I did my first oil change on my Colorado, I somehow stripped the plug bolt for the oil pan. I don't remember doing it. So I've changed my oil three times since owning it, mm-hmm. three or four times. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last time my dad helped me get it off because it was stripped at that point. This time I was at their house dog sitting so i tried uh, because they were they were in the mountains with my brother and so i used vice grips to clamp down onto my nipple i'm just kidding um uh, to (laughs) i use vice grips to clamp down early car time is now branching into erotica (laughs) auto erotica auto erotica that could be a t-shirt but like auto, like O-T-T-O, like the auto cycle engine, auto erotica. I don't know that engine. Continue your story. So uh, I tried vice grips. Didn't work. Um, I tried several vice nipple. grips, actually. Yes. Several vice um, grips the, on your nipple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the drain plug. And uh, I couldn't get it. And then I was like, well, let me get a 13 millimeter socket and mm-hmm. hammer it onto it. Because it was like a size, uh, like smaller than what it was, but because it was uh, stripped, like I think it would have mm-hmm. fit on it. Yeah. And I didn't. I couldn't get. I couldn't get it right. So I had to go back. And so I went back on Monday. And you know, it's always, it's always, it's always something with me. Like it's always something <laughs> extra. Like it's always something. It's not just a simple. Nothing is simple in my life. Like everything has to be fucking something else. So I went back uh, yesterday and my dad took the plug off. I put a new, a brand new bolt on. Uh, It was fine. I replaced the oil. I changed the filter. Great. Whatever. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I go to empty the oil, the bad oil from the pan. And I'm like sitting there and I'm like emptying it into the, the, the bottle that the Mm -hmm. new oil came in. Mm -hmm. And I thought I had some. Because you know how it's got like that clear line on the back of the oil bottle to show you yes, how much I know that oil well, is yes. in there? And so I think that there is like at least like a half inch that that is like plastic that is not clear. And they make you think that it's like not like translucent. Mm-hmm. So it just it overflowed over the top and it was just getting all over my dad's no. garage. And I'm literally sitting outside screaming like obscenities left and fucking right, being like, what the fuck? fuck, fuck? And my parents house is so well insulated that they couldn't fucking hear a goddamn peep. And I'm literally out there like I could have been like brutally murdered. And so I like I, I get it. I get it kind of like situated enough and then i like swing open the door and i'm like can you guys not fucking hear me i'm yelling my head off out here and they're like no and then so luckily my dad was on a call because like if he had to come out there it would have been a whole thing and and so my my mom and brother come outside and they're just standing there and they're staring at me while i'm like wiping up the fucking oil and i like slowly turn around and i'm like hello are you gonna help me (laughs) they're like absolutely not and so uh my brother got dawn dish soap and then like i i wiped it i wiped it all up and i love how he was like i've seen them use this to clean birds on tv so i'm gonna use it on the floor actually that's what i said to him (laughs) 
I actually, I have, I now keep in my home, in my garage, I now keep that like oil absorbent shit because okay. what, like, what are you talking about? It's basically kitty litter. Like it's like a, it's like a powdery oh, like oh. bullshit that you use specifically to soak up like oil and like other fluids. It's like spills. what they would use in, in middle school when kids would throw up, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I didn't, kind of right. I didn't put that together, but like, it probably is the same or very they, similar. They would put this like they would put this like powder that looked like yep. kitty litter down on the ground for yep. like any time there was a biohazard in. The- Girl, I one of the things is like try as I might, I am going to spill some goddamn engine oil, some fluids. Like when I did the thermostat on the ML, apparently if your car, if your ML has had a replacement radiator, they don't have a drain petcock, another fun word. Um, so you just have to drain the radiator and the cooling system by taking off the lower radiator hose. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes, the, the word is petcock. That's one word. P-E-T-C-O-C-K. What is that? Google it. Google <laughs> radiator petcock right now. It's not going to be obscene. My, I don't know if my history can take that. Girl, you and I both know there's worse things in that history. That's honestly so true. My my history is laden with sniffies. So, oh, so it's like a dra- oh, okay, okay. It's, it's like just a, a drain, drain plug. plug. Why do they have to yeah. fucking call it? Is but it is it called cock. a cock because is it called a cock because of the like um because like this this part right here this like is it like dick and ballsy like is that what you're saying like that's balls? <laughs> no. What is what is that badminton? What is that badminton ball called? Babcock. <laughs> is it is cock in the word? Is cock in the name? Yeah. Badminton. I'm Googling it. Badminton cock. What is that? This is my own computer. Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. So it must be called it. Cock must, cock must indicate that it has some kind of like flared out. There has to be some definition. For cock. It's a good thing that we are not etymologists. True. True. But we're also not talking about anything animalistic. Is that what etymology is? You know what was animalistic is the noise I made when it, gallons of coolant began pouring <laughs> out of the fucking lower radiator um, flange when I took off that lower radiator hose. I literally squawked and then it was like dripping down my arm shooting out of the hose fortunately it was like pretty cool like it wasn't hot all over the floor and i like struggled to get it back onto the radiator and when i finally did i just started laughing because i was like i cannot believe i made such a mess in such a short period of time like i had a bucket i had everything miss the bucket like god was not in the room right like it was just bad it was awful God was um, never in the room. Honey, honey. <laughs> not in this house, honey. But, um, God, the amount of times I've spilled oil, used oil. I've done the exact same thing you did. Like, that's why I now have, it looks like a baking sheet. Um, I know, but your story from, sounds like, funnier. Because I'm just dumber in, in that very specific way. But now I have this, like, it's like, literally, it looks like a fucking cookie sheet, but it came from a Napa. And it says, do not bake and I'm like, yeah, because I'm really going to use my oil-soaked, like, my fucking 5W30 soaked grease pan to fucking make cookies. But no, like, I, I have this specific corner of the garage, which is where I pour used oil. Because if I spill it like that, it'll just catch it in this pan. Mm. You have to make a lot of mistakes and 
clean up a lot of oh my god you just unlocked a memory this is actually probably significantly worse than what you did so i love when my parents when my parents were building their house in 2014 is when we moved in like mid 2014 this must have been the end of 2013 we had to move into the builder had like a series of like apartments where if you like sold your house like, but your your new house wasn't ready yet. Like, they you could pay them and live in this apartment for a while. Oh, so we sure, lived there yeah. for a couple months. I fucking despised living in that apartment with my parents. But anyway, I had changed the oil on my car in the parking lot, and I had nowhere to put it. The used oil, so I put it in a bag, and I put it in. Um, there was like a second, like a, a spare room that like none of us were using. So like I put it in there. Like so just all of our shit went. My father knocked it over. Didn't know what was in it. To his credit, used motor oil should not be stored in a bag in the home on carpet. Um, and used motor oil got all over the carpet of this fucking rental apartment. And I honestly, I honestly thought he was going to kill me. Because, like, the watching the synapses in his brain fire as they realize that I had put used motor oil into a bag, like, it was in a container, but into a bag and then set it inside on carpet. Like, it was, you know those, like, PTSD memes where it's, like, someone's face and it's, like, a helicopter and shit? Yeah, the long, the yeah. thousand mile, the thousand yard stare, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... Would you believe, though, <laughs> that was cleaned like he had someone come out to clean the carpet and they cleaned it like I never, wow. never would have expected that you could get nasty used motor oil out of a fucking carpet. Wow. Do you, you, <laughs> this is the second story that you've told me involving your family and something of a mishap with what you did with oil or or <laughs> other lubricants where you had like not, not like that like like the um oh my god that story with your mom and the and the the steering fluid oh my god the what did she do she put used transmission fluid in the power steering yeah the power steering because you left it there so what we've learned is that i just <laughs> i leave used automotive fluids in really bad places yeah like in the wrong containers Mm -hmm. in the wrong location Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah Yeah. at least it's my fault now like and i it's i'm the only one that lives in this house so and i just have terrible depth depth perception apparently i don't like (laughs) well like here's the thing like Unless you buy one of those, which I do now have, actually, like there's it's like a much more solid, like 10 quart container that you pour the used oil in. You take it to like the recycling thing. Yeah. And that's what my dad has. Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) But unless you get one of those bitches, right? Like you are pouring it back into the container you got it from like you did. Right. And Mm. sometimes they don't even got the little. Oh, the the translation, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're just like witness line girl. I don't know. It's been a week. Okay. (laughs) But like you're pouring it into this tiny funnel into this little bottle and you're holding like the fucking millimeter thick plastic pan. That's like holding 
you know, six or so and it's quarts slippery of oil. because it's got yes. oil on it. Because <laughs> it's full of a lubricant, right? And so then you're just like trembling as you try to throttle this shit into this fucking container. And like, yeah, like, I hope you don't sneeze because that shit's going everywhere. No, literally, I had to like enact leg muscles that haven't been enacted in like a year to like figure out how to like amicably get this used motor oil into but apparently not even successfully so here we are but my oil has changed my tires are rotated and i'm ready to get rid of it (laughs) she's ready she's like i I, changed the oil at least once and it's gone I just, I'm so over this truck. Like, I don't need it anymore. I just, I, I was actually, so my, um, one of my, oh, okay. Yeah. So my, uh, client, uh, mm-hmm. who I do like cinematography stuff for, they mm-hmm. have, it's a used car dealership. And that's where for the listeners, I saw a, uh, red C4 Corvette today with the five, seven V8. Um, Ooh. and it was Gorgina. Um, Gorgina Gorge. and um, according to Miss Landry, it looked like a boomer. What the fuck did you call them? Boomer? I think I said it was, it was, I probably said either that it was giving or serving New Balance Boomer. New Balance, are you saying so? I, I saved this for the, so are you saying that it's a boomer wearing New Balances? Have you never heard that about Corvettes? No, that like Corvette dads roll up in their New Balances to the like car show and whip out the the folding chair and just oh, sit there. Oh and... yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I I have heard that meme. Yeah, yeah. So okay. like the specific C four that you sent, I said that it was serving New Balance Boomer because it had like a weird racing stripe on the fender, but it was so also that... automatic and it had weird exhaust tips, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those exhaust tips weren't it. But like, it I love sounded, a C4. I stay in a yeah. C4. Yeah. Well, it was just very nostalgic. It was just very nostalgic because I, you know, my dad had a C4 when I got my driver's license. So, and he mistakenly let me drive that, uh, you know, into which I, uh, <laughs> I almost crashed it power sliding once. I don't even think he knows that. And, At least it was almost. Yeah, true. And and I, every time I pass that road, I'm like, oh, that's where I, that's where I almost uh, lost my life. Either had it been in the accident or by telling my dad after the fact. Yep. And, and then I also went an uns an ungodly speed on a highway that I will not disclose publicly how fast I went. My whole my point in telling you this mm-hmm. is that I was thinking about what about an Xterra, like a 2012 Nissan Xterra. How does Xterra come from Corvette? Well, so here, here's the thing. Corvettes are extremely unsafe, especially that generation. Mm-hmm. And I also have to pick my grandmother up for Sunday dinners every other week. So I don't think that my grandmother with a walker is going to put her walker in the uh, the little glass trunk and then she's not going to fall down into it. And second well, of all, ask her? <laughs> I mean, she had a, she had a stingray back in the seventies. She, she's yeah, maybe familiar she's familiar with Corvettes. Maybe she's going to be like, throw it in the back seat. Let's get it. 
I don't know what she talks like. Is, is that what my grandma talks like? <laughs> um, but um, but so I don't know. It's like it's it was like nine thousand dollars, and it's got like hundred thousand miles on it, and it's what year was it? A twenty twelve. Probably not going to explode. The VQ forty, Miss VQ forty, the engine in those, the four liter V six was known to shit through its timing chains. Mm. Um, and that's really fun and cheap, except it isn't. But also, have you looked up the fuel economy of this particular vehicle? It's a 22 on the highway. It will never be 22. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that thing is going to get like 15. Just universally. Oh, unless you great. are driving everywhere at 55 miles an hour. Which I trust that you do. Or what about an EV? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of EV? Well, okay. Hear me out. Was it the so, Porsche McCunt Eviana? Oh my God. No, not her. Which <laughs> she is cunty. And honestly, Porsche does EVs the best, I think. And so like, at least in the luxury segment, next to like BMW, not Tesla. But so I... And I would. Oh, my God. But the the starting price of the EV, the Macan EV is like eighty three thousand dollars. Like, say goodbye to yeah. like half the people that bought it. I, I mean, it started in the 60s and now it's starting 20 grand more. OK, I don't know. I'm not I... an etymologist. <laughs> Are you saying that the Macan started in the 60s and now the EV is starting in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive, right? Plus, it's like performancey and shit. Like, I guess it's, uh, it's not do like you think I can the twenty either of them. Do you think the tw- not yet the the twenty thousand dollars probably went into the passenger screen? <laughs> yes, I as a person who gets actually pretty like car sick if I'm looking at a screen whilst oh really in the vehicle and not driving, okay. I cannot imagine enjoying that. Like I, I have, I have been the passenger in a, I think it was an EQS that had Miss passenger screen and you're like, you're like, "Mm, I can do a thing. And then you just never touch it again. I would probably touch it once per trip. Sounded weird. Um, Um, imagine you're just like driving along on a road trip and you look over and your passenger like fully has like porn pulled up on the, like the, the passenger screen <laughs> in the McCunt EV. Like this reminds me specifically of when I discovered that the printers in our office have a web browser. And, um, okay. I left today in Madonna history up on the browser on our printer. Like I'm talking like a fucking, like just picture an office copier. Like, you know her, you, you know the vibes. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it has a little screen, office. a little screeny on a, yeah. and you walk up and you're like, I need, you know, 72 copies of like my ass, whatever of my asshole. And then, then you just see today in Madonna history. And I would read that article on the printer. I would take the time. I would sit, I would pull up a chair. Mm-hmm. I would, just, I would pour. You're just looking down at the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, this is so interesting. <laughs> That same, thing unlocked, the, same thing in the passenger seat, you know? Right, right. Well, before I tell the story, I, I will say that, like, when I had the, I had a Grand Wagoneer once, the Obsidian 2 series or something, mm-hmm. Series 2, mm-hmm. Obsidian, and it had the screen on the side on the passenger, and 
in that one, I don't know about any of the other ones with the screens, but in that one, you can actually control the navigation. So you can be like, I want to go to Chipotle oh. and then send it over to the nav screen in the center. So, I mean, that is nice. I can see a situation where like, you know, you're driving and like, you don't want to take your like eyes or hands off the road or whatever the fuck. And it's way easier for a passenger to do that kind of thing. So yeah. like, I can see that. But at the same time, it's just like the main screen is like three inches to the left. Yeah, it's true. But they won't let you do it and and drive. They wouldn't let you change it and drive. But that's, I guess, where the voice command is supposed to come in. But I don't know. You know what? This actually does make me think that, like, could be a cunty comeback for, like, this type of thing. You know those, like, 90s? I know the Oldsmobile Aurora had it. I'm assuming, like, other Cadillacs and, like, GM things had it. Like, a little cunty knob all the way on the passenger side of the dashboard for the passengers um temperature control for the hvac like oh yeah bring yeah, back yeah. some bring back some camp to the car right like i, I just i just little touches like that little but features. they still do that in in modern gms they do they still do that in the corvette i'm pretty sure like, like the, all the way over the, the car right yeah i'm pretty sure well the corvette also has that like dividing fucking wall of china like <laughs> the great wall like right between the driver and passenger so yeah. I mean in that in that situation you probably would absolutely need it, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Speaking of air conditioning unit control knobs, uh the Santa Fe, the new one, the one that looks like a knockoff defender, mm-hmm. um, I was in the second to highest tier trim level in the mm-hmm. it's, it's called the XRT. It's like their new uh, woodland off-road, you know, adventure trim level. For most mm-hmm. of their pal, for most of their Hyundai products, and yeah. so I'm saying that because you would think that on that trim level that there would be like secondary HVAC controls in the second row seat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there isn't. There is a fan control and no temperature, just fan controller, and it's in the passenger side, third row side, and that's the only spot where there's any type of rear HVAC control, I, and it makes no sense. That is really odd. They're like, was do do luxury really other trims of the of the Santa Fe have like rear AC at all? Like in any expanded capacity? No, I have no idea, and that's why I did that whole explanation because I don't know. <laughs> well, I think it could. I think it should, and that's, but it does have a large trash can in the second row. That that is critical. You ever seen kids? They nasty. Um, but so all this to say, my dad used to work. So I was bringing the, the shared screen story or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. My dad came home one time. My dad used to go to Juarez, Mexico a lot, um, mm-hmm. for, cause he used to work at like a factory or he mm-hmm. would like over, he would do production at a factory in Mexico. And he told me one time that they were riding down the road and there was a car that pulled up next to them. And this was in like the early aughts. And the car had several screens on them. And I don't remember what kind of car it was, but in, and, and they didn't have the, the darkest of tint, it, like, mm-hmm. so you could see in, into the car. Mm-hmm. And they were just blaring porn in this car down I 95 or whatever the highway is. I, like any. <laughs> And he went for it with them. his coworkers. Yeah, you're just like you're in the car and you're like, we're doing business things, whatever the fuck they were doing. And then someone pulls up next to you and it's just like porn. 
It's like the bait bus or something. <laughs> oh my god. It's like that's giving like pimp my ride. Like I just have this image of like six hundred and seventy-two little screens. Like the the door panels are just screens. The entire dash is screen for fucking airbag. Your your airbag is a screen now. The rear it's headrests actually, have screens. If they ever if they ever brought back pimp my ride, they they should just put because cars nowadays have so many screens. They should just make like. One giant glass shard <laughs> that is just a screen. <laughs> just just one not even tempered glass shard. <laughs> because if you crash this bitch, you just need to die. It's just like <laughs> let's just be so for real. Oh my god. Oh, so um Mazda, did you see this? Mazda came out with um a two row version of the cx90 and they called it the cx70 and it looks exactly the same except for two air ducts that probably aren't even functional in the front fascia and called it a cx70 i'm like that is what you know the shorter wheelbase it's not even that long to begin with i feel like i have seen every iteration of a take on this and it's kind of just like a reverse Highlander Grand Highlander to me. Oh, sure. Okay. Like, I think the thing that is perhaps the most confusing is that they didn't call it the same thing, right? Like 70 and 90. That's different. If it was like 90 and 90 plus, I don't fucking know. Like, marketers. Oh, yeah. Love like a, with Jeep Grand Cherokee or Jeep Grand Cherokee L, right? Or like the Grand right, Wagoneer right. and the Grand Wagoneer L. Like, they could have. Right. They could have started. I mean, I guess they technically needed a three-road SUV in oh, the U.S. Sure. market because they had to, right? But I mean, they could have—I don't know—released if they if they were that identical. Why would they not release them simultaneously? I think that's probably what's confusing a lot of people. Um, nobody's shocked that like they used the same platform to make more than one vehicle, right? Like that happens all the time. I think it's just confusing because they're like soft suggesting that they are two entirely different vehicles and they very much the fuck are not right. So either way, I have been hearing generally positive things about my CX 90. I have to imagine that most, if not all of that will transfer directly over to my CX 70 and dare I even say be more athletic because it is shorter and lighter with yeah. this new rear-wheel drive architecture. So really, it seems like a smart move. But at the same time, like, y'all are confusing the people that you want to buy your cars. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I, I'm i mad at it, right? And I'm confused by it, but I would buy it. <laughs> like, I would, you know, I'm I, mad I, and I'm confused, but I like it. But take my fucking money. It's kind of giving, like... With the rear-wheel drive, if you can get the straight six in it, I didn't look. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. It's kind of giving like baby X5, right? Like that's it's very much that size of vehicle and rear-wheel drive architecture inline six turbocharged. I'm saying words like hello. Oh, I mean the thing looks like a BMW anyway. I mean especially in the back. Hit it from the back. Mm-hmm. Do do you do you think that? EVs are a reliability with the battery after a hundred thousand miles. Like, do you, unless it's like, do you think like 
you have to buy an EV with a warranty if it's got 60,000 miles on it. That is such a fascinating question, Ms. Girl. I, I've actually read a few different articles about people saying like when you buy a used EV, there's not a lot of knowledge unless you're like an enthusiast like in the longevity or just like how to check the battery health. Right. So mm. to your point, like there are models that don't like have active battery cooling or like conditioning, like, like heating or cooling, put like a stethoscope underneath it and be like, yeah. Oh my God. I can see it right now. just like, just touch the stethoscope to like the window. And you're like, <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> but like, for real, like those all those like early ass Nissan Leafs that have like no battery cooling. There's an air cooled fucking like slab right. death. It's right. expensive. Uh, lithium ion, yeah. Right. And like they're they're wearing out, right? And it's just like if and that's part of the reason those cars have like ten cent resale values, right? But it's right. like if I were buying a I don't know. Let's say, let's say we're talking about like a used Model Three, sixty thousand miles, and we're talking about like a used Camry, sixty thousand miles, right? I feel like you look at the Camry and you're like, that bitch ain't broken in yet, right? Like you're like, that's not really much for a internal combustion engine. Like time has showed us that if this thing was cared for, even remotely with an oil change, this is going to last, right? But now onto the EV, like we're not seeing crazy high mileages out of these batteries, right? Like some people do, some people that drive them every day. Um, but even then it's like, the, it, it seems like the lifespan, the projected lifespan of the vehicle with the battery is just so much shorter in an electric car still. And that's a big problem. If we don't have like a way to reflect that when selling a used vehicle being like, this battery is still good or this battery ain't shit. Then like, you're just kind of winging it. Yeah, and I guess I guess I haven't even really been around that long to even kind of test out like the the longevity of of something all of like a of like an uh you know an EV battery. The only thing that I know about it is that you know when I worked at Carvana, mm -hmm. we would take um Teslas to the Tesla dealership to get worked on and if it was something that like only they could kind of deal with. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like customers would buy 2012, 2014 Model S's, mm -hmm. and like the girls behind the counter would literally roll their eyes and be like, "Why did they buy this like eight, nine year old Tesla? It's gonna mm -hmm. like not last, or, or something like that." I don't know. They just they were very perplexed as to why somebody would buy something so old and that leads me to believe that there's there might i mean i don't know but we don't we don't know right so i don't yeah i mean it's like as much as i don't vocally enjoy tesla they did from the jump at least in the s and such forward condition those batteries so yeah. they seem to be I mean, you still see those early cars on the road. Some of them have had a battery replacement. You know, the failures weren't unheard of, but they had a much better shot at longevity than something that just threw it to the wolves and was like, best of luck. You know, one of oh God, I can't. I just wrote an article on top 20 EVs of 2023, 2024. And oh, God, I can't remember which one. It was either like a BMW. Oh yeah, I think it was the i4. 
the i4 they just re uh, they just came out with a new i4 and apparently there's better battery conditioning uh oh. i guess for longevity and stuff like that so oh. the, like the newest iterations have uh you know better better uh conditioning so but did you see to pivot still on bmw did you see the new four series they like refreshed it i don't think girl, so this. you want to talk about cunt and car form girl girl it is mild hybrid tech other changes a modest makeover look at her okay i feel like they're doing better at that large grill thing now that's what I said. I said like they I think because how they a- made the hood and the front fascia so angular, mm-hmm. the 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 kidney grill actually makes sense because because they like centered the hood to and then they and then they pointed the top end of the kidney grills to kind of to kind of um to make them like kind of look like standalone where the, as they're like not as flush with the car. See cuz uh-huh. see how it like kind of like like it has, it's like at an, it cuts at an angle at the top. Like that. Yeah, it's like, it it's kind of like domed like over that. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it looks a lot better. I don't think it's necessarily an unattractive vehicle. It's just like such an interesting, like design <laughs> choice to like make it real so huge. Right. Oh, but I think but it's like, indicative of the luxury market. They're all fucking, and I think it might've started with Lexus. No, I mean, Lexus, Girl, I had them those, grills. Ju- it, those spindle grills spindle are grills. spindle spindling me out. Spindling me out. And is that's that your memoir? the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that I is noticed, my memoir. <laughs> I noticed actually yesterday, this is so funny. Um, I was leaving the parking deck at work and I saw like a bunch of SUVs parked, like backed in. So I saw their, their front grills side by side. And it was like I think it was like a maybe like a 2015 Highlander and like Explorer and like that kind of era of vehicles, and they largely had like they they had this this common element of like the the grill slats looking like blades, like a razor blade is what it looked like to me. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to me how fickle human beings are in like their attention and like what's a trend and it's like someone does it and it's like oh we all have to do it and then it's like oh fuck we did it too much and now it's over and nobody wants to see it it's, it's just like on to the next right and it's just like, it's, it's so fucking true it's so fucking weird because now i'm because now that i'm doing this as like a day job and and i'm just like constantly inundated with pictures of vehicles and you know i'm like around them all the time and stuff i am noticing i am noticing what the trends are because my first kind of, I guess, hint on like trends mm-hmm. um, were were the um, were the black wheels um, mm-hmm. because that was like my biggest kind of first trend that I noticed um, were, was that. And then now the biggest trend I think in the in the industry is the like raised and or embossed lettering on the back yes. end, and also piano gloss black instead of light bars so i think light bars are like out unless it's like a luxury car um Mm. or or a hyundai because hyundai loves a light bar um but like so i can talk about this because the embargo will be lifted by the time this episode's out but Mm. um ford sent me 
preview pictures of the 2025 Ford Explorer. It's got oh. a uh, facelift and a read and a refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the back end has look the piano, the piano gloss black in the back end. With Girl, the raised lettering. Like, that was like the cheap Honda facelift treatment from like a decade ago. You know what I'm talking about? Like the they had the Accord and the Odyssey, and then they were like, ooh, we're gonna facelift it. And they just added light chunks to it. Uh maybe you would have to show me pictures. <sighs> okay. Not right now. I mean you don't have to. I'll send, you, I'll send them to you later. But this is this is this is the front end now. And oh oh and yeah and there's a light bar that that's the other thing uh, the front the front linear light bar on the front grill now that's another trend that's going on that looks really odd to me doesn't it look weird exclusive good for them good for them um is what i will I think say it, I, I think it looks generally the same but i think also like well it's like okay. it's kind of, it's like the Hyundai it, the Hyundai is doing this like thing across their models where they're like doing a facelift and they're giving it those slit lights like the um like the Sonata has it now. Slit lights. Little slit lights. What is that little chunky model, little hatchback thingy that got them first, the I think? Miss Kona. I've been seeing those everywhere. Everywhere. And they do look very like distinctive and like kind of dare I say futuristic, but I feel like those cars have they're just overstyled in so many other ways, like those types of like, you know, very, very intentional, very stylized elements, I think look really good. But then you see like there's fake vents all over the car for no reason. You're just like, stop. Yes, that's Miss New Sonata, right? Like, I think that's I think that's an attractive situation, especially because the the, fa- the preface lift on that. The front looked like a catfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely looks eye whiskers. Like, (laughs) yes, I I do think I do think that this this one, the wing that goes Mm -hmm. up, like I think that might be doing a little too much. But I do think generally speaking, it does look a lot better. But but this front light bar is what is also on the Kona, which is also on the uh, this, which is also on the uh, I think the Elantra. No, but it is interesting that like this trend of separating the actual headlight from like the DRL seems to be mm. gaining momentum. Because for a while, like when Jeep did it with the Cherokee a while ago, it was kind of like, "Ooh, like, what is that?" And it's like a couple people have like a couple of manufacturers have dabbled in and out of that. But now it seems to be actually moving forward. Like that's how the Trax is. Like you know the Vista, and we keep talking about those. And yeah, Hyundai doing it everywhere else too. Um, all right. Well, um, on that separated headlight and DRL note, um, let's end here before I fall asleep on camera, huh? Yes. Okay, great. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to today's podcast. We very much appreciate and love all of you for supporting our tiny little podcast, Yana. Um, Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on any and all platforms. Our home channel is on Spotify, but we are available everywhere else that podcasts are available. Uh, Speaking of Spotify, if you so choose to contribute to our gay little podcast, uh, you can contribute 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. You can cancel it at any time, and uh, any and all help is appreciated. We put all of that money right back into the podcast for advertising so that we can get bigger uh, nails and hair. 
Thank you to our YouTube followers and listeners. Uh, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on there. I don't know. DM us. Text us. Let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Um, send us you know, Send. Don't do that to me because I have high anxiety. And I will believe it. And I... <laughs> but yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.